Good morning and welcome to worship here at Highland Valley United Methodist Church. We're delighted that you have chosen to join us this morning um, in this first Sunday after Christmas. Those of you here in person as well as those of you who are watching with us online this morning. Um, it is an unofficial holiday, but it is also National Associate Pastor Sunday. Uh, so you get the joy of being with me solo today. Um, so thank you for coming anyways. Um, but Pastor Mark is spending time with his family out of town. And so we are in prayer for them as they um, recuperate and rejoice in this season as well. It is a time to be in, in community with others, to fellowship and to celebrate. Um, you know, so many times after the Christmas season, we're in a hurry to move on to the next thing, to pack up the decorations, but it, it is here today that we are reminded of the importance of slowing down, of pausing and admiring the, the nativity and remembering the good news that has been proclaimed. Uh, and remind you of some of the ways that um, as you look at your bulletin, either in the service or later this week, um, that there are plenty of opportunities that are coming in the new year for you to connect, um, for you to connect with one another, to connect with us um, at your pastors, um, and most importantly, to connect and reconnect in your faith um, journey. Pastor's Bible study will be resuming in a few weeks. Our journey will start. All of that will take place soon. And so it's great opportunities to reset and restart as we begin a new year in ministry together. Again, it's wonderful to see your faces and to be able to see your comments online. Um, if you will stand as you are able and join me in our call to worship as we begin our time together this morning. Glory to God in the highest, and hope to every discouraged heart. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to every conflicted soul. Glory to God in the highest, and joy to every downcast spirit. Glory to God in the highest, and love to everyone. Let us sing praises to our God and let us offer this light against the darkness. Our opening hymn of praise this morning is Angels We Have Heard on High. Let us truly lift our voices together.
As we move into a time of prayer, I remind you that our prayer team and pastors are praying for you. Uh, for you as we gather in worship, for the many opportunities that we have to gather throughout the week, through the many ways that we reach out into the community, those are being lifted up in prayer each week and each day. I invite you that if there is a specific way that we can be praying for you, that there are prayer cards out in the narthex where you can share your joys and concerns with us, as well as those of you who are worshiping online may go to our website and share prayers requests in that way as well. We are praying for you and invite you to be in prayer for one another as well. Let us pray. Gracious God, as a star arose and drew people from great distances to Bethlehem, that they might greet the Christ child, draw us, your church, and all your people to you, that we might be the church and the people who you call us to be. As you gave Mary your Holy Spirit, filling her with the delight of your presence, fill us with your spirit and renew our lives. As Gentiles stream to Jesus' light and kings to the brightness of his rising, draw our nation, its leaders, and all in authority to God's brightness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As angels sang glorious to you and proclaimed peace on earth and goodwill among all peoples, bring us your peace and bring an end to suffering and violence. As shepherds were drawn away from their flocks by night, draw those who do not know you yet to the knowledge and love of you. As Jesus was born in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn, be especially present with those who have nowhere to lay their head, those who are vulnerable, and those who are hungry. As the Holy Family gathered together in Bethlehem and tra traveled together to far-off lands, bless all families, especially the families of our congregation, and protect those who travel. As your Son came to proclaim the forgiveness of sins and the gift of life eternal, give to the departed eternal rest and let light perpetual shine on them. O Lord our God, may the light and hope of this season and of your Son's birth reassure our hearts that you are indeed among us, that you hear our prayers and that you will be with us always, even to the end of the age. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Son, we offer this prayer that Jesus taught us to say, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Before we move into our time of offering, we have a special ministry moment to share with you today. 
As you may know, our 2021 theme at Highland Valley this past year has been building community. And we want to take an opportunity as this year draws to an end to celebrate the many ways that we at Highland Valley have been about building community. You'll get to see a reflection of some of these things that we have done to be intentional about living into this call. And at the end, you'll get a sneak peek into what our theme will be for this next year. If you enjoyed this video. In 2021, here at Highland Valley, the theme was building community. And today we celebrate all of the ways God has used us as we celebrate building community in places like our prayer garden in this gym where we have our midweek journey service where we have basketball every sunday afternoon and every sunday morning where we can come have coffee and fellowship as we prepare to study god's word and worship god our community garden our new playground our children and youth areas in the hustle and bustle of West Little Rock, we have a holy and sacred place where people can come, worship, and praise God, and sing praises to God, and be inspired by God's mighty word. In 2021, we built community here in our Sunday school classes where men and women gather together to study God's word and live out their discipleship in Jesus Christ. And we are celebrating community in 2021 with the ministry of the warehouse, our food pantry, where every week over a hundred families are being fed through this great and glorious ministry. And not only here on campus, but through our ministry with Watson Elementary, our infant care ministry, our band ministry. There are so many ways that we help at our house. We don't just do ministry and build community here at this church, but we build community all over the city of Little Rock and all over the entire world.
2021 and we cannot wait to 2022 because in 2022 at Highland Valley United Methodist Church we are having a year of great expectations. If that doesn't just make you smile I don't know what will. To be able to see a testimony to the ways that God has worked in us and through us, especially during a pandemic, is an exciting thing to just reflect on. And because of these amazing things, we do have great expectations for the coming year. That prayerfully that, that the uh, COVID will continue to lessen so that we might more fully be able to reach out into the community. So at this time, as the ushers come forward, we move into a time of offering to where we may give back to God because of all that we have been given. If you will join me in prayer. God, we give thanks to you for the ways that you have built your community over the past 12 months, especially when it has been most needed during a pandemic. We pray that you would receive these offerings to your glory so that we might be in ministry with you in the world around us. Amen.
as you are able for our hymn of preparation. Our scripture lesson today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. Hear these words. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, as we hear your word proclaimed through scripture, 
and through song in this time. May we treasure your words. May we ponder them in our hearts so that we might hear with joy what you say to us this day. Amen. On this first Sunday after Christmas, we're going to deviate from the lectionary text. You see, the lectionary moves from the Christmas Eve story, just two days ago, to young Jesus in the temple. That's the next story that we have in the story of Jesus' life and ministry. In other years, the way the calendar falls, we have at least a few more days for Jesus to go from the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes to in the temple teaching and fulfilling God's word. So my initial response and reason to pause in this story was it felt too soon to move on on December 26th. To leave the nativity so soon didn't seem right. I felt this desire to slow down, to not move on too soon, and to leave the nativity in our minds a little longer. And then I heard Pastor Mark's sermon on Christmas Eve where he talked about the importance of not being afraid in the face of good news and reminding us that there is room for us at the manger. And in hearing this good news, I was glad that I felt this call to stay a little longer at the nativity scene, to admire the glory of God that we had heard about from angels, Mary, Joseph, and now the shepherds. In today's scripture reading, we find another account of angels sharing big news of God's faithfulness and goodness. We witness the response of these shepherds who seem to drop everything and go to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place. We've noted throughout this Advent season of how admirable it is that upon hearing big news, each person in this story responds in faith. Now, perhaps the gospel narratives take a little liberty in moving from one verse to the next, and maybe there was more pondering. Maybe there was more perplexed feelings, but it seems quick to me, knowing how long sometimes it takes me to process news, that these, these people respond so quickly in faith. News that they could have said, no way, or you have the wrong person, God, or that won't work because it's easy for us to imagine all of these alternative responses that the, the nativity characters could have shared with God. Because if we are honest, we have said similar things when we have heard life-altering news ourselves. Yet the shepherds, like Mary and Joseph, receive the news and respond in faith. My prayer in this Advent season has been that I would respond like Mary, that I would respond like Joseph or the shepherds, that upon hearing God's call and plan, that I would respond with, Lord, I am here, your servant is listening, or let's go and see what God has done. So perhaps this is why the idea of our new theme for Highland Valley in 2022 spoke to me so much about the ministry that we have ahead of us. We need to have great expectations when it comes to the work of God. 
As people of faith, we must expect great things because we have indeed heard and seen God's faithfulness and goodness throughout time. And maybe this though is where our struggle lies and our need for things that have been seen and heard. Have you ever received news or a promise of something to come and thought or said, perhaps, I'll believe it when I see it, or I need to see it for myself. These things, things speak to our need to gather more information so that we can process or accept things that might be unexpected, surprising, or even joyous. For me personally, I have said these words at different times in my life, whether it was a call to ministry or a change in family dynamics, whatever it is, I've had to say, I'll believe it when I see it. A recent time that I have shared these words is when my daughter Georgia started daycare last January. While talking to the director on the phone, I was gathering information about what to expect on her first day, what things to put in her bag, what their schedule was like. I was a nervous new mom who not only was sending her baby out into the world for the first time, but also in the midst of a pandemic. So as I was talking to the director on the phone, she shared with me that Georgia's class would soon be transitioning to sleeping on cots for nap time instead of cribs. I actually laughed out loud on the phone because I could not imagine my 11-month-old sleeping or even staying on the cot to take a nap. I was going to need a picture of this to believe it. And I will tell you, I got that picture. And I, I still couldn't believe it because that doesn't go that way at our house. But not only did she sleep on the cot, but soon I had to call her teacher and say, will you please wake her up after two hours so that she will go to bed for me in the evening? If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it. And while this is a lighthearted example of our need to see and hear, we know that there are more serious, life-changing times that we need help in processing the news from test results to report cards, from breaking news on the TV to announcements, whether they're celebratory or world-changing, we sometimes need to hear it more than once. We need to see it with our own eyes to fathom what we have heard. As the shepherds receive this news from the angels, they have faith to go and witness this incredible news. They didn't say, I'm going to need a picture of this. I'm going to need you to give me a little information, more information. But they left the fields and went in faith so that they could witness for themselves the amazing things that they had heard. Through this faithfulness to the words of the angels, they are blessed tremendously for they witness with their own eyes Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. They hear the sounds of the baby stirring and cooing because we know it really was not a silent night in that regard. But they get to see the animals. They get to experience this because there is room for them in this story. Again, we talked about just last week of how significant it was that Mary and Elizabeth were prophets. 
they were proclaiming the news as women who were on the margins of society. And again, in this account and retelling, it's the shepherds who receive this news, this glorious sighting from on high, and who are some of the first people to share what they have seen, what they have witnessed. I'd never really thought about it until studying this scripture this week that the shepherds weren't running to go and be counted for the census like Mary and Joseph. Y'all, they were in the fields and they were not um, held up to this decree to come and be counted because they weren't considered countable. They were just people in the field. It didn't matter. Their numbers did not matter. Yet these are the people that God proclaimed this news to. People who were not even bothered to be counted. This speaks so profoundly to the good news that is being proclaimed. That Jesus, that God, speaks to us and calls to us even the lowliest of those who are not even counted. They hear the news from the angels. They are there in the manger scene. And they go out and share what they have witnessed. Verse 20 concludes by saying, The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, as it had been told to them. One commentator points out that the verses of the shepherds' encounter with the angels are dominated by terms of hearing, seeing, speaking, or being told, and other forms of declaring. That's what this scripture is all about, declaring the good news. So what if we were to welcome the news of Christ's birth as those in this story did. Celebrating, believing, and witnessing God's love and faithfulness being lived out. I think if we were to do that, we would linger at the manger. We wouldn't pack it up just yet, but we would pause to witness the love of God. We would treasure and ponder the word of God like Mary, and we would press on in faith like Joseph. The angels had told them not to be afraid. So in response, they each have moved from the place of potential fear to the joy and freedom to share the good news. Yes, sometimes the news of God is hard to believe and fathom, but it's because they are full of so much joy and goodness and love. For God's ways are not the ways of the world. So even when we know God to be good and faithful, when we recall the ways that God has been with us for generations, it still catches us by surprise when we hear of the many ways God's presence is made known among us. In this nativity story, we were reminded of God's desire to be with us so much that he sent his son to be Emmanuel, God with us. One commentator speaks of the wonder found in today's scripture reading. He says, heaven and earth pause for a moment with audible wonder, joy, and praise at what God had done. And friends, may we do the same. When we are tempted to rush past the story of good news and great joy, may we leave our nativity up longer. May we dwell in the words of the story and pause to experience the awe of this good news. 
especially when it's hard to imagine. One of the things that I love about about the way God delivers news and the way that even in Jesus' teaching is that God gives us what we need to comprehend, to understand. We find this in the story later in Jesus' ministry with Thomas that he has a bad rap of being the doubting Thomas. Jesus knew what Thomas needed to believe and he showed him. He gave it to him. And I think in the same moment, the shepherds had been told this amazing thing and they were afraid. But God gave them what they needed to believe and to respond by sharing the angel saying, do not be afraid and inviting them to come and see for themselves. To come and see that God is good that God is with us and that God loves us beyond what we can imagine. One of my favorite Christmas movies, I love Christmas movies. I'm not necessarily a Hallmark or Lifetime movie fan, but I do love the good classics and we watch them in in my family every year. But one that speaks to me and I was reminded by Pastor Mark of this year was The Preacher's Wife. They have this pageant full of kids, which you know is going to be messy. Somebody's going to decide they don't want their part in the last minute. There's going to be spills or accidents, and it all can go wrong. But in the messiness of that, we find joy. We find proclamation. For in this story, Whitney Houston, who's the main, one of the main characters, she fills in for Mary and sings the song, Who could imagine a king? Because friends, I think that's what we're saying, is it's hard to imagine for us, even with all we know, that God would come in the form of a baby that would grow up to be our king, our deliverer, someone that was going to turn the world upside down for better. The words of the song talk about that, as most parents would, You look at that baby and think, you could be anything when you grow up. There's so much possibility in the newness of life. And as Mary and Joseph look at that small baby, they know that there are so many things that this child could be. But who would imagine a king? The words of the song say that the world would be different because you were alive. That's what heaven stood still to proclaim one day. An angel would say quietly that soon... He would bring something special to me. And all of those wonderful gifts he could bring, of all of them, who would imagine a king? Friends, it's hard to grasp sometimes. For God's ways are not the ways of the world. God came in the most unexpected way, but the most meaningful one. A way where we could experience God's fullness in real time. God gives us what we need to understand, to have faith, and to move. So do not be afraid to believe, to proclaim the good news, and do not be afraid to pause and stay in the wonder longer. Amen. After hearing the news proclaimed through scripture and song, will you stand as you are able and join me in affirming our faith together? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, 
who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. to a close, may you remember to not rush past this moment, but to live in the awe and wonder. I remind you that there are many ways that you might connect with us as we begin a new year, whether it's Bible study, whether it's the journey, whether it's continuing to come to worship or Sunday school, you are invited to grow in your faith and discipleship with us here at Highland Valley United Methodist Church. If you would like to speak with me now or after the service or share prayers, you're invited to do so at this time. But let us now join our voices and sing God's praises together as we go tell it on the mountain together.
us today. Merry Christmas. May you continue to live into this Christmas season so that we might fully experience the glory and wonder of Christ our Lord. Will you receive this blessing? Go forth and tell it on the mountain. Everywhere that you go, do not be afraid to share the good news, but know that God is with us and calls people like us to share the good news with everyone we meet. Amen. Amen.